Hi guys. Hi guys. We have another guest I'm excited about and I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself and maybe her favorite scripture. Hi everyone. My name is Dr. Lisa Irby, but my friends call me Lisa and my artist friends call me Leaky and that stands for Lisa K. Irby. Oh, nice to meet everybody. Um, I have a favorite scripture, actually several, and that would be Psalm 91. And the reason why I love that, it's our family scripture. And it just uh, talks about how God will comfort and cover us and watch over us and keep us. And that we just need to follow him and be steadfast in our faith and believe with him because he, he takes care of us and all of our needs. Ooh, I like that. I like that. That's great. All right. Now, just something for fun before we get in. What would you take on a deserted island? Three things. <laughs> well, you know, as I think about that, I think if I were um, to be deserted on an island, I would take a Bible, and I would take a blanket, and I would take a knife. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> yes. and, I, and I thought about that. Why would I take all three of those? Number one, the Bible. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's everything. That covers, it protects, it shields. It gives us our daily bread. I mean, I, and you can't really survive in life without having your daily bread. Yes, and you have to have something to read anyway yes. because you're deserted on the island. You've got to have something. Yes. <laughs> and then I would take a blanket because I don't like to be cold. I need oh, to be warm. Okay. So I would take a blanket. And then I would also take a knife because if I have to uh, have some form of protection or to eat something. Yes, you have to be able to so feed thought, yourself too. Yes, yes, all three of those together are covering. Yes. I mean, it's being covered by the by Jesus Christ himself with the Bible. It's being covered for warmth with the blanket. Also, it could be like shade, you know, it, also right. clothing or whatever. That's the case, right. the blanket. Right. And then the knife, once again, because it's, it's what will help me to to defend myself if I ever encounter something that I need to defend myself. Yes. Yeah, I always love this um, question because everyone has a different process of thinking it through and yes. answering the question. And that's why I think it's just fun to get to know how people think mm -hmm. through that uh, yes. deserted island yes. uh, dilemma. Mm -hmm. um, and also, other than painting... Do you have other hobbies, or is this your number one hobby? What do you do for fun? Well, I, I love to write also. Mm -hmm. So I do, for, from a little age, a young age, I was actually writing and coloring and creating and making. So I write, and then I also am an educator, so I like mm -hmm. to make things related to, oh. to to learning. And I'm a grandmother, so I'm, yes. I, I, I play a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's my hobby. You know? a lot of, and that play. takes a lot of energy. Yes. I just have a dog, and I, I was realizing the other day, I told my husband, okay, you play with the dog while I get its food, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's almost like we're grandparents. Oh, you yes. play with the grandkids, and I'll make the food. Yes. <laughs> I just thought that was so humorous. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, um, you said you were an educator, yes. and you're retired from teaching yes. so what is it that you do now okay what I do now primarily is I am a grandma <laughs> I mean that takes a lot of time I am yes. a grandmother and yes, so I have my daughter in helping her to she has three children mm -hmm. which you'll probably be seeing shortly um 
And then I have a, a son that has a child also, but he's coming in from out, out of the country. But I'm a grandmother first and foremost, and of course a wife. Mm-hmm. And then I'm a gardener. Mm-hmm. I love to plant oh. and grow things, cactus and succulents and flowers and everything like that. Um, and I just, you know, just just do whatever I can do. Yeah. Just a lot of fun things. Well, I want to know about your paintings mm-hmm. and some of the stuff that you have coming up. Because I think you mentioned you have something coming up. Or is that yes. related to the painting? Or <laughs> I don't know if I'm pulling things out that I'm not. It's okay. I always have a lot of things coming up, which is a real blessing. Yes. Um, I got um, uh, the up and coming that's going to be happening is this like a little pub crawl, believe it or not, at the island, uh, South Padre Island, actually Port Isabel side, mm-hmm. and um, we're going to be showing our artwork over there. Oh, so that's coming up on good, the seventeenth this Thursday, and then I've got another art show that's coming up. So I'm prepping work for that, and then seeing what I can show there. That's going to be in Edinburgh at Society Two Hundred Four. Edinburgh Society 204. 204. I believe okay. it's going to be on the 26th of the 29th. I don't, I don't remember the date off the top. Oh, okay. But see, the 26th of the 29th, it's going to be in Edinburgh. And I'm excited about that. And I'm just always creating. Yes. I, I had the opportunity uh, recently to donate one of my pieces to a very worthy cause, and it was on adoption. Oh, and so, was it cho- chosen? Chosen. Chosen RTV. Yes. Now, um,. Mm. I'm wanting to interview you. I've already talked to you, so <laughs> let's just put. I'm just putting that out there. Yes. Lazapino. Lazapino. Yeah. No, Lazapina. Doctor. Is it Lazapino? Lazapino. Okay, Lazapino. I always want to add that a instead of Lazapino. Lazapino. Okay. Well, sorry. Well, sorry, Stacy. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry. I was able to do a piece there, and because of that, other people are interested in my art, which is neat. Because oh, my art so is awesome. It is a blessing because all my art is is centering on pointing people to Jesus. Yes. And this organization, in and of itself, it is about us as a body of Christ mm-hmm. being able to share our talents, whatever, and our gifts, but to to all, actually come together as a community. Yes. And help others along the way mm-hmm. in in their ventures. You know, yes. and this is a very worthy venture yes. because. They want to help children that don't have homes. They need mm-hmm. family. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both her and her husband, I know, are okay. doing a lot for the community. Yes. And um, I think his office is downtown it Jackson is. Street. Yes, it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do know a little bit. <laughs> Let's see now. What... Um, now, what do you like most? I think I, you've already answered that, but since I asked the question, what do you like most about what you're doing? Um, what I love about it is that my inspirations come from God. And mm-hmm. that that's one oh. thing when people ask me, you know, can you create something or make something for me? I'm like, mm-hmm. well, yes, I can do it. But I always get the best inspiration from God. Yeah, because it's a heart thing, right? Yes, whenever mm-hmm. I start making it and creating it's like, you know, I might be going in one direction and I'll have to step back from it, especially mm-hmm. with my cut paper designs. Mm-hmm. I draw it out, I sketch it out and everything, but it may not end up looking like how I envisioned mm-hmm. it. And it has its depths and levels to it. And and I love cut paper because, like, whenever, you know, when Jesus prunes us and reshapes us, mm-hmm. I mean, he's cutting off bits and pieces that are not really what's necessary in our lives. Mm-hmm. And then it gets refined. And the more yes. we cut, we get refined, and then we get built, and he makes us, he molds us. And then all this new sprouts start coming out. And I just, 
That's how my paintings feel to me and my cut papers feel to me. Yes, it's kind of like in my uh, taglines for my podcast, organizing and decluttering our faith, organizing, decluttering our home, yes. and organizing and decluttering our organizations, our business, our whatever. You know, he shapes it and yes. he molds it. And he tells us what to declutter yes. and what to keep. And yeah, it's, and it makes so much more sense mm -hmm. because whenever we try to force something, mm -hmm. like in a, in a drawing or painting, if I try to, if I try to force it and I'm like, that just, mm, it doesn't feel right. So I really truly mm -hmm. have to turn my back on that piece, mm -hmm. walk away from it and then turn around with new fresh eyes. Mm -hmm. Ah, this is what it needs. Mm -hmm. And that's like, that's it. Put this in there or take this out that doesn't work yeah here's where i'm taking you oh, wow. and the same thing That's with your awesome. decluttering and yeah your, it really does if, if many of us would just let him do mm -hmm. instead of trying to take the wheel yeah it's struggling with him about trust and mm -hmm. it's it's funny how there are areas that we we can trust god yes and then there are other areas we find through life that we're like oh maybe the I thought I trust, you know, especially like if you get laid off from a job, in our case, we're not in that situation right now. But if you need your job and you get laid off, you really find out yes. how much you trust God yes. and how much you don't. Because when you start panicking, mm -hmm. then you're like, okay, I've got to trust God. Yes. It's, it's. He's going to work it out. <laughs> you know, if, if you'll allow me the freedom to do yes. this. Um, Absolutely. Um, I, this is my second marriage because my first husband passed away. Mm -hmm. um, we were married for 23 years. And he had a, a brain tumor, hemangiopericytoma. Mm -hmm. And my kids were like little, little, little when he was mm -hmm. diagnosed with it. I think Ariel had just turned five and Marshall's on the brink of turning three. And so when the diagnosis came along, mm -hmm. it was sort of like, um, all right, Lord. We just have to trust you in this. Mm -hmm. And then for 12 years, the Lord kept my husband here so my kids could actually be, be you know, thread yes. with his his love for the Lord, his goodness, yes. and all that stuff. And, you know, you really do mm -hmm. have to trust because after seven multiple operations and then having mm -hmm. to go in and take out the tumor because mm -hmm. uh, it was a recurrent brain tumor. Mm -hmm. But yet his faculties were always in place. I mean, just mm -hmm. the how the Lord takes care of Yes. I mean, see, there's some yes. things in life that they happen, and then when you're going through it, you only know it's by the grace of God mm -hmm. that he's taking you through mm -hmm. it. And um, I tell the story so much, I don't want to make it seem like it's flippant, because it's, it's no, not. No, no. Like, and I haven't like, heard this, oh so there gosh. has to be other people that haven't. And, um, and this is where we're at mm -hmm. right now, also with this pandemic. We really do yes. have to trust God and and follow His direction, but go yes. ahead and well, and, and in saying that, when people say, "Well, aren't you afraid or fearful with the COVID?" Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, do we have we forgotten mm -hmm. that we serve mm -hmm. God Almighty? Mm -hmm. I mean, this is the same God that part of this. I mean, we for, we forget mm -hmm. like the Israelites did. We forget He part of the sea. Mm -hmm. He kept the Egyptians at bay. Mm -hmm. They got across on dry land. Mm -hmm. He can do the same thing, and He does mm -hmm. the same thing for us. Mm -hmm. But I think in our living, because we want to take the will, and I've got this, and God's like, no, no, mm -hmm. no, you don't have this. Mm -hmm. This is where you really need to trust me. Like when my husband had the, the cancer, we had to trust him. Also, with my, mm -hmm. my grandson, my oldest one, Rowan, he had, thank, praise God, praise God, praise God. He just was recently um, 
off all of his medication and he's doing well. And I, that's God. That's mm-hmm. God's grace. That's God's mercy. That's God taking a situation that's, that's just beyond us humanly. Red Sea beyond us humanly. And he makes a way. And you mm-hmm. get through it. You get through it with the prayers of, of his people. Mm-hmm. You get through it by reading your Bible. You get through it by trusting and knowing that he is mm-hmm. in control. Mm-hmm. And that's my message. And with my, all my paintings and stuff, yes, I'm creating these things. But the, the message is, you know, if you don't know Jesus, come to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because he can help you in ways that you don't even know. Mm-hmm. He's already helping you. Mm-hmm. And it's going to come up later. You know, <laughs> but my favorite, favorite, my favorite of all, I call him like, my pastor, but he's not my pastor, but he is my pastor <laughs> because Dr. Tony Evans, I enjoy oh, yes. so much. I mean, I eat it up. Yes. You know, I just sit there and okay, what's, what's next? What's next? <laughs> Tell me some more. Tell me some more because he is so clear and he's so concise and he's in the word. Mm-hmm. It's clearly in mm-hmm. the word. He's telling us, he's telling us things that we can eat because it, it, the Bible is our daily bread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we, when we eat it, it feeds us spiritually. It feeds us emotionally. It feeds us mm-hmm. in ways that we we don't even know we're being fed. But we have to take the time to read mm-hmm. it. Yes. And then delve That's into true. it. And as you read it, it becomes a part of who you yeah, are. You can't being. just pick out all the scriptures that people already know because they're not the whole gospel. Yes. So you really have to do Bible studies, you really have to know God's word because God's word can still be turned and not be what it was intended to be. So you really have to know it to know and to really know God, not just know, oh, there is a God. Right. You can't just know there's a God. You have to know God. You have to... uh, because there are things in our life, yeah, that are not just navigated by the fact that, oh, I go to church and I believe that there is a God. You have to know him, have a relationship, mm-hmm. have him speak to your heart, know what parts of the, you know, when you don't understand things in God's word, you dig in and, and find out what it means. And believe it or not, some of it is simply by looking in the dictionary I have found that I read God's word and think I know what it means because I've heard it my whole life, just because I've been in church my whole life. But then when I start looking at a word and thinking, you know what? I think I know what this word means. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then you look it up in the dictionary and yes, it means what you think it means, but there's so much more into it that you're like, Oh, you know, and we're always learning, aren't we? No matter how long we've been in the Word, there's always something. One thing I I really, truly believe is so essential. I mean, it's the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes we don't give the due honor to the Holy Spirit because Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit is moving. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's Jesus Christ amongst us, moving, threading himself, sharing really the truth of the gospel to us as well. We look at Jesus as the example how we're supposed to live with that Holy Spirit, his mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, because I'm going to leave behind. I'm going away, but I'm going to leave for mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. the comforter, mm-hmm. the Holy the Spirit. Comforter. And that, yes. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, that's, that's, to me, that's such a wonderful gift. And then when you praise and when you worship, you need to worship him in spirit mm-hmm. and in truth. Mm-hmm. 
And if everybody's worshiping God like that in spirit and in truth, things can be <laughs> I mean, we really truly can flip yes. and change things, not us doing it, but God working through us mm-hmm. and then revealing to others who he really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes we get up in the morning and we, we see a brand new day, but I don't know how grateful we are of this gift of life. Mm-hmm. And then my, my cousin just recently sent me something, and that was about um, like the breath of life. This old mm-hmm. gentleman, he was mm-hmm. like 93 in, in Italy. And he started crying once he got the bill for the ventilator. And he goes, I'm not crying because I got the bill for the ventilator. I'm crying because all these years, for 93 years, I have taken for granted breath, Mm. air, Mm -hmm. flowing into my body, Mm -hmm. out of my body. Well, whenever God created Adam and Eve, what did he do? He breathed life. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, tell me some more. I mean, it's just that simple. Taking a minute, spending time in the Word. Pouring over it, asking God to reveal to us, what is it that you need for me to get from this? Mm-hmm. And with me getting it from this, how am I supposed to now share? Because mm-hmm. not that we get and we keep, mm-hmm. we get and we give, mm-hmm. we get mm-hmm. and we live. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we're living as Christ will live yes. so others can come to know who he is. Yes. Yes. So. yes, and I find it funny that you said that about breath because I was one, I was listening to a speaker and she was talking about her um, experience in the hospital. I think I think she, her uh, she had been diagnosed, and now she's um, um, in remission. Mm-hmm. But how she stopped breathing, and um, there was a woman that tapped her on the mm-hmm. chin and said, "Breathe in the breath of God." Yes, and. She did later find out that it was an angel, but that hit me, that hit me. I was like, every single one of us here on earth, whether we know God or do not know God or believe in in God exists or don't believe in God, it doesn't, you still are breathing Yes. The breath that mm-hmm. God put in Adam and Eve, that is the breath of God. Yes. We would not be here yes. if we were not breathing the breath of God. Yes. And that was, that hit me when she said that. <laughs> I, I start mean, writing. I it's, it's these little yeah. things. It's and, and, you know, it's the little things that if we don't just take a minute to observe mm-hmm. and think about. Then we just take them for granted, mm-hmm. and this is something that the air is like so essential. Yes, yes. You yes. know, having Christ is essential as well. You know, yes. And Even more so. You know, um, we hear um, preachers talk about Adam and Eve a lot, and I think we've heard the story so much that sometimes we take even the stories of the Bible for granted because with Adam and Eve, their temptation in the garden. And what they went through is what we're all going oh, through yes. still today. It's the, new, it's the right? exact same thing. The snake comes to try to tell us that God is not, God is not, and God is not, and God is not, and to downplay, downplay, downplay God. Yeah. And people are still, still uh, falling for the lie and eating the fruit. <laughs> That God gave us a choice to eat or not to eat. So, well, that that struggle, as you know, it is it's a spiritual struggle. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it says in the Bible, we struggle not against flesh and blood, but against mm-hmm. principalities, against rulers in dark places. Mm-hmm. And that that is the real struggle. I mean, the evil one is there, mm-hmm. but the battle has been won. Yes. We know that. Mm-hmm. Those of us that believe yes. and know and we know the victory is already won, but nonetheless, we mm-hmm. must still go through this and persevere. And it's to reveal to others that don't know him, mm-hmm. we have to fight the good mm-hmm. fight. And let, let God do through us what he's going to do through us. But the battle is not yours. Mm-hmm. You know, he says it's mine. But mm-hmm. I'm going to need you still mm-hmm. to fight this battle. Mm-hmm. And it's still trust. Yes. We either trust that God is everything or we eat the fruit. Yeah. <laughs> the, fr- the fruit. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's the same. Um, now, uh, let's see. Okay, do you have any advice for anyone that wants to start uh, painting and being in art shows and and doing? First, first of all, I would I would suggest if if you're going to do anything like Mm -hmm. you're doing your Mm -hmm. thing that you love, Mm -hmm. and I'm doing the thing that I love. I've always loved art, Mm -hmm. so I think it's important that you do your passion. You know, your passion is what what God gives you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's not something, well, I think today I'm going to do this. And it, it's mm-hmm. not on a whim. It's something that like my art, I think it's a gift from God. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not quote unquote the best artist, but you know, he's made me in my opinion, um, where my work is liked by other people and people appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So not, I'm not just like blowing my own horn and stuff like this. It's mm-hmm. something that he gives me so I can give it back to other people. Mm-hmm. So my suggestion uh, would be like you know if it's your passion do it because that's something that you want to share with others and it's authentic it's something that you're not trying to make it into what you want for people it's not really for recognition mm-hmm. I mean you just do it mm-hmm. because it's something that you need to do I mean it kind of pours out of you yes. like you know like in church rooms oh, well, sorry to admit this but it's the truth <laughs> when I was younger and in church you know the programs. I don't. They don't. I don't think they even give out programs anymore. I don't. I don't think so. I guess it just depends on on the church. Yeah. Okay. Well, this church that I used to go to when I was younger, it would have like you know, it was like a book. You opened mm-hmm. it up and it had like blank space. That's a bad thing for an artist <laughs> <laughs> because you know there's always a pencil around. So you know, okay, I'm listening. Yep, I'm listening, but I'm drawing. I'll do it. <laughs> All the blank spaces on my program would be covered. So, but they would be like Christ-centered stuff, you know, like, yes. you know, like Jesus, you know, or yes. like a, a cross or something. I was always drawing and creating and making something. So back to back to my advice, like do your passion, mm-hmm. and then the Lord will bless you. I mean, mm-hmm. He will. You can't make it. You can't force it. Mm-hmm. Because it will come when he says it's ready to come. It's mm-hmm. sort of like, you know, making a cake. Mm-hmm. You've got to get all the right ingredients. You have, to put, <laughs> you have to gather all your ingredients together, and then you have to mix them properly. And then you have to have the oven turned on first. You can't just mm-hmm. stick. These have to be preheated. Yes. To, it's called preparation work. And I think that's what happens mm-hmm. with your doing something. Look at how God's preparing you to do mm-hmm. whatever you're doing. Because when the time's right and you put that cake into the oven, it's going to come out. Mm-hmm. And it's going to look good. 
-hmm. And it's not only going to look good, but it's going to taste good. Yes. And people will savor it. Yes. Um, so just don't do it because you want the recognition or you want the money mm -hmm. or you want this from it. Mm -hmm. Because I think your passion is like a higher calling. Mm -hmm. um, and then another thing I would suggest too is like, you know, meet with people that are in that same thing that you want to do to see really, is this what I want to mm -hmm. do? Mm -hmm. You know, do I, okay, if it's a field of education, I really want to be a teacher. So the, observe what teachers do. Mm -hmm. You know, how much prep time is involved with mm -hmm. that? I mean, how much after school time is involved with mm -hmm. that? Do I really like kids? Because mm -hmm. some people teach and they don't even like kids. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> or they like kids, but then they realize it's not as easy. It's work. Yeah. It's <laughs> not as easy as they think it's going to be yeah. because you don't just have one child, you have a whole classroom of children that you have to be able to corral all of them. Like different Although, there, also as a teacher, sometimes it's harder with your own two at home <laughs> than it is in the classroom. Oh, yeah. So you really, it just depends on yes. the person, right? Mm -hmm. That's funny. So talk to people is what, it, mm -hmm. what I'm getting at. Yeah. Talk to people that are in that profession. See if it's something that you want to do. Seek it out first. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because you can do it, and then you might find it, well, I'm good at it, but I really don't like it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. It's not really what I want to do. Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. Very good. All right. Now, um, what is something that people misunderstand about you? Is there anything that you think people misunderstand about you? That's a tough one. That, I don't know yeah, if that, I've even thought of that question. That, that is a tough one, and I have to be careful in how I answer it, because growing up, I was impatient. I wanted things like yesterday. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, come on, let's get this thing done. I want it. And then I'm finding, as I've gotten older and lived, yeah. that in the waiting, oh. there's, there's, a, there's a shaping mm -hmm. that's happening. There's a transformation mm -hmm. that's going on. And it's, yes. it's actually now that I'm older and I can look at that, I'm like, oh my gosh, like God like really protected me from mm -hmm. that because mm -hmm. I really wanted that. Mm -hmm. He's like, nope, mm -hmm. I don't want you over. I mean, it's like the shield. Mm -hmm. you know? I don't want you going that way because that's the road that's going to lead to destruction. Mm -hmm. You might get mm -hmm. the tangibles, but that is not mm -hmm. where your, your joy is going to be. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be really happy there. So, okay. I'll let you go, but if I if you go, don't blame me. Yes, <laughs> because you know yes. you wanted it, and so I learned that just be patient and wait on the Lord. He tells mm -hmm. us that scripture. Mm -hmm. Patient, wait upon the Lord. Because <laughs> <laughs> in the waiting, He just reveals things. You're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that that's what you were you were doing. So people don't know that I was really really impatient, and then in living life, um, a lot of the things that have happened to mm -hmm. me as a as a married woman, you know, with my husband mm -hmm. passing as a mom, I've, I've discovered that, you know, it's okay just to, you know, to wait. Mm -hmm. But people would not have known that I was impatient. That you used to be <laughs> impatient. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. Now, what are some of the resources that have helped you along the way? I'm trying to pull out things that mm -hmm. pertain to you. That's why there's some pauses because mm -hmm. we're going in a direction. <laughs> and I'm going, we're going with the flow of the interview. I think really when I, when I think about resources, um, sometimes people think they're like uh, books and mm -hmm. they're 
like maybe some some video or some training session that you've been to um i really i'm gonna go back to the bible that's been my biggest mm -hmm. and best resource because through that i mean god just feeds me and teaches me and tells me so many mm -hmm. different things but also i think some of my best resources have been the other artists that i've met and yes, mm -hmm. because they know things I don't know. They've been in it longer than I've been in it. Uh, museum directors have, have shown me things. Uh, librarians have shown me things because I've just really mm -hmm. worked there mm -hmm. in their place. I do like that because I, they've allowed me to have mm -hmm. that venue. And mm -hmm. a lot of people come to the library to get mm -hmm. to see things. Um, but mainly the other artists, because of their experiences mm -hmm. and their shows that they've done mm -hmm. and just their lived, what they've had to go through. And I think my mom... And my grandma, and um, I'd say my husband and my daughter. Gosh, my daughter's got him. Sorry, she really is. She helps me so much. I mean, she because they're true. They, they, yeah. they tell you. Oh, they tell yeah. you the things that are hard. Yeah. <laughs> that are hard to swallow. Yes, and believe but, it or not, um, sometimes those are the hardest ones. You want to go to them because you need to go to them for the truth. Yes. So you really do have to, okay, I'm not going to get my feelings hurt, but I really do need oh, the yes. truth oh, because yes. that's the only way because pe people will tell you what you want to hear. My People tell me what I need to hear. <laughs> yeah, but there are those people, yeah, that will tell you what you want to hear and it's not until someone tells you the truth yes. that you're able to process it and go, okay, I, I know that this person's always going to tell me the truth. I'm yes. not, I'm not always sure this person, this person doesn't want to hurt my feelings. This person doesn't either, but this person will always tell me the truth. Okay. I have those that I go oh, to yes. for mm -hmm. the truth. And then mm -hmm. I have to, I have to grin and bear it. But I really, truly go to them because I really want them to say, uh-uh, you, you did not do that oh, yeah. the way you were. You didn't handle that the way you were supposed to handle that. My favorite connection, like my daughter in particular, is like, okay, are you seeing it in the, do I hear love for that? <laughs> there you go. And then my husband, he'll tell me, he'll, he'll come, because I always like to hear him look at my artwork because he sees things sometimes I've missed. And he'll go, well, I like it. However, where's my seat? Have you considered? Oh, well, since you're putting a cow plate, let me consider it. <laughs> and then I'm doing that. So, oh, it works. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you a funny story because I am not an artist, but we had this project that we were supposed to come up with an inexpensive art project for girls ministries. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, this is, I'm not artistic, but this is going to be easy to do it's a tote bag and I'm just gonna put a bunch of little swirlies on it oh my goodness <laughs> I showed it to my husband and he was like did you intend on making this six six oh six, my six six oh my six God. bag and I was like oh no <laughs> so I had to go back and make oh, yes. some swirls the other yes. direction just Fresh because just because Someone looking at it just automatically sees yes. the six six six, and so I had to go back and make some swirls going the other yes. way. But mm -hmm. I thought that that's a great yes. example of in a lighthearted way right. how different 
perspective. The input and feedback <laughs> from others is valuable. That's what we're saying. In everything that you're doing in life, make sure that you take a moment to you will check yourself and get some feedback. All right. Now, is there anything about um, being an artist that you want to debunk? Is there something that you have seen that people just believe about artists that you want to debunk? Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I love you guys all. Know know my heart. My heart's good. Um, Most people would love to believe that that we're just altruistic people (laughs) and we're very philanthropic. But supplies cost money. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's free. As much as we bargain hunt for Mm -hmm. frames and, Mm -hmm. you know, things on sale and whatever else. I mean, you know, we we like to give our art, yes, but we can't give it all away because we do need some funds to go into the bank to buy more supplies and to cover our costs because we are a business. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've got expenses. Mm -hmm. So... I want to debunk the fact that not all of us just love to give our stuff away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we'll give it away to, mm-hmm. to certain causes right, because right. we believe in those causes. Right, right. Um, and I hope this doesn't come across yucky because I'm not trying to like run people off because I will give to causes that I'm really vested in. Passionate about. Yes. Yeah. But you can't give to all no. of them. No. And please understand our hearts in saying that because... Otherwise, we would make no money whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I know it's not all about the money, but the thing is we do need the money to buy supplies mm-hmm. and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not ever in this to be rich and wealthy, although if God blesses us in that mm-hmm. direction. we But we are here just like everyone else to make money because that's what we do for a living. Yes. So, yes, I uh, Thank you very much, Carrie, for stating that so nicely for me. Yes, yes. It's, I mean, you don't go to the Mercedes dealership necessarily asking for a deal. So, you know, you, you know, you have to value what you're you're buying, and there is value in what you're buying and paying for. So, we'll leave that there. <laughs> Um, now if you could do anything, and this one's a hard one for me too, because okay. I, if you could do anything to improve rural America, what would you do? Okay. That, that, that's, a, that's a really tough question mm-hmm. because I grew up in rural America mm-hmm. and there's some good products that come mm-hmm. out of rural America, mm-hmm. depending, you know, depending on where you're raised mm-hmm. and all. Um, and now with life being what it is, there's, you know, if you had to put it on a scale and weigh it out like this, okay, mm-hmm. rural America versus, you know, living in the city, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. both have its their advantages and disadvantages. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with with the, the way that life is going right now, with the cost of living being what it is, a lot of people are turning back to the land. Mm-hmm. And, and trying to really get grounded mm-hmm. back into where where does our food come from? Mm-hmm. And in rural America, if you have the land around you, you can actually work the land mm-hmm. and provide mm-hmm. for, for, for some of your food. And even with the animals and all. Mm-hmm. In the cities, you, you, you may have rooftop gardens mm-hmm. or maybe there might be a city plot garden, mm-hmm. but 
it's it's not the same necessarily. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, even with tech, I don't know. There's something about running free <laughs> yeah. in the country. And so when we talk about improving it, I mean, how how can you improve on what God's already done? In, in, yeah. I don't know exactly what the question is trying to get at. Yeah, yeah. I um, I guess this is one of those questions. Also, I left it. Uh, I found it on the internet and mm-hmm. thought it was an interesting question. And mm-hmm. I guess it just depends on everyone's take on it. Because you know, I grew up. My grandma had a garden. My mom had a garden. Mm-hmm. My grandparents had animals. My great aunts and uncles yes. all had animals because that was a way to eat inexpensively mm-hmm. and um it was a way to it was a way to live it wasn't um it wasn't considered um evil <laughs> it wasn't considered evil um it was considered a way of life because that's just the way we ate well take a um, look at, at the children nowadays too and I'm not demeaning any mm-hmm. living situation because mm-hmm. we all live where we have to mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. But I do remember the summertime, we would spend it with my grandparents. They had a farm. Mm-hmm. And I really looked forward to going out to the farm. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm the last of five kids. Mm-hmm. And so we lived in my grandmother and grandmother's house with them. And we farmed the land. They grew mm-hmm. strawberries, potatoes, green beans, onions, corn. Big giant. I'm from Indiana. <laughs> so ears of corn is what I um, also... Um, was a part of growing and we would we would pick them mm-hmm. and then people would come to the house mm-hmm. and we would sell them mm-hmm. or sometimes it would already be picked or they would say well we'll take that but if how much more is it going to be if they pick it because they wanted mm-hmm. us to get money mm-hmm. so it's kind of fun that we had mm-hmm. that but we worked the land yes. and we knew what it was to sweat mm-hmm. and we knew what it was to run free we mm-hmm. knew what it was to eat good and fresh mm-hmm. and not have pesticides mm-hmm. and things like that in their food and to know what a real tomato oh my god oh yes like the warm ones and you put a little bit of salt yes. I mean, you, would just, you would just dust it oh, off right the, the ones joy. in the grocery store do They're not fake tomatoes do not come <laughs> close to a, a tomato that is grown on the vine <sighs> And the salt, yeah. Yes. I could buy ripened oh, tomatoes. Yeah. We're not they putting anybody's growing things down, just that we prefer those. Yes, saying. I'm just saying the taste, the taste. If sure they're juicy. If you're raised on the stuff in the grocery store, then that's all you know. But if you were raised oh, with yes. the garden food, you know the difference. It's not a snobbery. It's just that we know the difference. And in my day, um... We didn't make friends with our farm animals. I mean, kids might have liked the duck and then found out where the duck went for Thanksgiving and been a little upset. I'm not saying that occasionally it wasn't there, but we weren't raised to think that the farm animals were our friends. They were our food, so we really didn't... um, I'm not saying that as children you don't get occasionally attached um, but I tell you what, I wasn't attached to was that rooster. I'll tell you. Oh, oh. My gosh, I've got stories about roosters chasing me, <laughs> yes. like t- taking the trash. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. So the house <laughs> is where it is. And there was a bit of a walk because we could burn our trash way back then. Yes. So we had this 
big yes. especially if you didn't live in the city right. anyway right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. so we lived way out in the country and everything mm-hmm. and so I'd have to walk out and I was like so proud <laughs> here I am walking the trash out and I'm gonna <laughs> you know put it there and then granddad's gonna come back later on and burn it so here I am walking they had guineas and roosters and chickens and all that stuff because it was like <laughs> yes the guinea oh, yes. we had all sorts yes. of things yes. well this rooster sees me and I thought, okay, I'm okay, because like he never messes with me anyway. So here I am walking out with the trash, ready to throw it into the trash can. And the next thing you know, it's, it's getting really close to me. And I'm like, why is it? Like, oh. <laughs> and so I'm scared now. And so I dumped through, hit the hit the rooster with the trash can. Trash, of course, was strewn all over everything. And I'm running back, and I'm screaming, the rooster, the rooster. And my mom and my grandmother just laugh. It's so funny. He had little spurs up. He was going to get crying I was crying so much over this thing that I thought was going to spur me yeah and it was because this rooster was chasing me it's kind of the evil one I know see I I was gonna go there as soon as you were finished you know that rooster what and we are yes even as kids we were still bigger than the rooster but that rooster was in a place threatening me where it could threaten you and that is exactly how satan works yes. guys he comes at you unexpectedly rooster he fluffs its feathers and he looks like he's you know he has he's prowling around prowling mm-hmm. and wanting to attack you but our god is bigger that's right and we are bigger through god we are bigger you know we can't let that Fool us <laughs> into yes. thinking that Satan is bigger because mm-hmm. God is bigger. I have often, 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 uh-huh. because also I remember the times where I would be terrified of the rooster and I'm running, but then I'd get mad <laughs> and I would turn around and I'd be like, <laughs> and that also reminds me. Oh, yeah, to, to step on the enemy and give back. Yeah, you know, we give him too much room. To chase us yes. before we yes. get mad yes. and go get, get back. back. Get back. <laughs> You're not. That, that's me. a beautiful way of, of looking at the, mm-hmm. the threats and the challenges that come at us. Mm-hmm. We have to take that godly perspective yeah. and claim and stand up mm-hmm. in who we are. Mm-hmm. Like one of my pet papers is over here. It's called "I Am a Child of God," mm-hmm. and that's something we forget yes. in our living. Yes. You know, I give my life to Christ. Mm-hmm. When I was seven years mm-hmm. old, I gave my life to Christ. I messed up along the line mm-hmm. as I was growing up. But God was like, I got you. Mm-hmm. You're mine. Mm-hmm. And so I repented and I gave my, and I recommitted my life to Christ. Mm-hmm. But he says, you know, I am his child. Mm-hmm. He says, mm-hmm. I will never leave you. No life for you. Mm-hmm. And all my life of living, mm-hmm. he has been so true to that. Mm-hmm. He has never left me. He's mm-hmm. never forsaken me. If anything, mm-hmm. he's held me so tight. And he's like, he's pushed me forward, but in his love. Mm-hmm. And he's wrapped his arms around me in his security. And mm-hmm. I know I'm okay. I'm his child. Mm-hmm. And so when things are happening and people are coming at me, talking about coming at you, mm-hmm. I stand firm on, on solid rock, which is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. On Christ the solid rock, I stand all other ground is sinking sand. So you're coming at me, guess what? Daddy, you, you see this? <laughs> you see what's going on? Yep. That one song, Jesus, build a fence all around me. Remember, mm-hmm. Jesus. Jesus, I want you to protect me as I travel yeah, on the my hedge way. of protection. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know from sometimes from the outside looking in, 
hearing the way we speak, sometimes people get the impression that we think we are magic or voodoo or, you know, all of that. But it isn't, it, it, it isn't, it's just that we know our God. Yes. And we know the tricks of the devil or Satan. And, and the weird thing is some people want to believe in God, but they don't believe the other exists. Oh, yeah. So, um, but they do both exist. Yes. And we've just got, we just know our God and we know not to be afraid of Satan and his tricks because we have a God and, um, in the book of Ephesians, what does it tell us to do? That we need to come full armor of God. Yep. Full armor of God. And, and because it is a battle. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a spiritual battle every mm -hmm. day and it says we need to die to ourselves every mm -hmm. day. And in dying to yourself, you gird yourself up with that full armor mm -hmm. of God. I mean, mm -hmm. that breastplate of righteousness, that shield. Yeah, it is a spiritual. That. It is a spiritual, mm -hmm. but we're not making up these hocus pocus. You oh, know, yeah. we are just, we just know our God and we know what he can do because we know what the Bible says. And, um, you know, that's kind of a debunk, yes. I guess, yes. in itself of what... Um, what believing in God is, mm -hmm. you know, when we name it and claim it, it's not because we think what we name and claim is magic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's because we know our God. That's right. Yeah. So I just, that's a yes. debunk that has mm -hmm. bothered me that I thought I'd get out there also. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Now, is there anything, we've got two more things First, I, I want to know if there's anything out there you want them to know that I haven't asked you, and then we're gonna talk about how you, you know, you can, how they can connect with you and your art. Last two. Is there anything out there that I want them to know? Anything that, well, if you were could step into my shoes, uh -huh. what would you have asked yourself that I didn't ask? Um. I think, because um, we like, covered a lot. Yes, yes, we have covered a lot. And I've enjoyed it. This has been a blessing. I like, love it. I, I think if anything, like, has my life or has your life been a happy life? Has it been a memorable life? Mm -hmm. Is it, or did you just get up every day and breathe and eat and go to sleep and breathe? And, I mean, you know, did you know your purpose? Mm -hmm. Did you fulfill your purpose? Mm -hmm. Um <clears throat> Or did you just survive? And I, I think I'm more than a survivor in Christ mm -hmm. Jesus. So that would be the question I think I would ask you. You know, mm -hmm. is your life happy, memorable, and one that represents who you've been called to mm -hmm. be, which is a child of God? Yes. Yes. Well, it sounds like we're getting there. <laughs> we're overcomers. Every day, Every day we're overcomers. And um, yes, I, I, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like this is a God moment. It feels good. It feels good to yes. be another believer. Yes. And to be authentic and not and not have to I mean I say what I'm gonna say anyway, but it just feels more more fluid mm -hmm. if I can put mm -hmm. it that way because mm -hmm. of like minded people yes. that believe in the same God Almighty. Yes. Yes. That makes the difference. Yes. And I think 
this conversation has just provided me an opportunity just to share my belief with another believer. Yeah. Like, it's not yes. bad, but I feel like I know you. <laughs> yes, I know you. I feel like we've been friends forever. And guys, we just met. Yes, man. Now, I've got <laughs> that's that. That's like, God's given her that gift. She's got a way of helping love the gift of hospitality. Just a gift of friendship, you know? <laughs> yes. And um, we are both in... Fem City, right? Are you a part Not, of Fem City? No. no? Oh, I know, okay. people, I know well, a lot of people. I right. have a lot of friends mm-hmm. in Fem City that know her, and somehow we've been friends on Facebook. Yes. So I'm aware of our like beliefs, and I'm aware of her art. And um, so that's kind of, you know, like a lot of my podcasts, I will say, you know, this is the first time we've met, but we've known each other on Facebook. I do have a lot of Facebook friends, mm-hmm. and um, I do um, I do get to know them on Facebook. I do pray for you guys on Facebook. I may not always comment. I may not always put things out there. Of course, a lot of times when I do put things out there, I get I get some. Um, Yeah, pushback, I guess you would say. Sometimes it's not even intended to be a negative. Um, I I put something out there that I didn't think was negative, and I still get pushback. So I'm I'm learning to just take it as it is and and just go with it. But I do pray for you guys. Um, I, I do get to know some of you on Facebook, whether... You know, uh, sometimes I feel like I'm a stalker because when I, when I, not because, not because I've done anything wrong, but because I will meet someone for the first time that's married to someone that I'm friends with on Facebook. And then I'll be like, oh, is your wife so-and-so? Oh, I've never met her in person, but y'all have two kids, right? And then I'm like, oh my gosh. It feels sometimes like I have, I know too much information about people, but I just, I get to know people, what you post on Facebook. I know you. Well, we're putting it out there, so it's it's meant to be now. Yes, but it feels odd when it comes out like that. Oh, yes, you have two kids and you have a wife and blah, 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 and you're like, Oh, that sounds so weird. But <laughs> we do kind of get to know each other on Facebook. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, it, it, and it, but it is neat when we finally do meet in person and we just click, click and connect. And, but, that, uh, but that's the body of yes. Christ. I mean, that's how it's supposed to be. Yes. I always tell people whenever you meet someone, I told my, my grandkids in particular, and I told my kids when they were growing up. I said, before you meet someone, even before you see them, you can you can feel them coming. That's true. You can feel them coming. And this is something I think we, in this world as we're living, we need to be able to feel and sense what is of God and what is not of God. Mm-hmm. And I would tell them, um, it doesn't matter how they look, but you, you must feel their spirit. Mm-hmm. Be able mm-hmm. to discern. Mm-hmm. And that's why I would say always pray for a spirit of discernment so you mm-hmm. know what is of God and what is not of God. Mm-hmm. But I would tell people, just because somebody looks like they're looking, that maybe they might have all this opulence and great mm-hmm. jewels and whatever mm-hmm. else. But beyond that, it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then maybe somebody else is on the street corner and maybe not having all the beautiful things. Mm-hmm. But yet their spirit mm-hmm. is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you know, like God's mm-hmm. telling you, hey, Mm-hmm. Don't judge. 
Mm-hmm. Don't judge anyone. Mm-hmm. Even if somebody has a lot of beautiful clothing, still mm-hmm. don't judge. Mm-hmm. What true. is their spirit telling you? Because the body of Christ can look all sorts of ways. Mm-hmm. I remember um, my mom my mom and my grandma would say, be careful how you treat everyone because mm-hmm. you never know mm-hmm. if you are in the presence of an angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because, yes. I mean, angels do not look the same. Mm-hmm. That's true. So you just have to be be loving and be kind mm-hmm. and be be generous. Mm-hmm. Be generous mm-hmm. without expecting mm-hmm. something back. Because mm-hmm. in our this is our own society now. It's like, well, I gave you that to you. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. God no. gives to us. We're, we're just a funnel. Mm-hmm. It flows through us and out to others. <laughs> he He makes He gives us a blessing so that we can be a blessing. Mm-hmm. I mean, what good is it when we die and we got mm-hmm. all this money? stored up in a bank mm-hmm. or all these investments and then you looked a certain way in society but your heart is not right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the day that we stand yeah. before god and the great mighty day when we stand before god and he says like me as a teacher i used to be mm-hmm. a teacher mm-hmm. and i took yes i did take every opportunity i could because <laughs> he put me in that classroom for a reason i loved yes. teaching i loved it so yes. much but all the kids that would come through mm-hmm. and i taught for what 25 26 years something like that mm-hmm. Because some of it was administration time, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the kids that came through, they all look different. Mm-hmm. But their hearts, their little tender baby mm-hmm. hearts. And every chance I could get, mm-hmm. I was like pouring, like, okay. Mm-hmm. But, but maybe somebody lied about something. Ooh, teachable mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Teachable mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or maybe somebody stole something. Mm-hmm. Teachable moment. Maybe somebody didn't do their homework because of something that happened at home. Mm, teachable moment. Mm-hmm. And those were opportunities for me mm-hmm. to sit with them one-on-one mm-hmm. and then share, you know, like, you know, ask them questions about, mm-hmm. like, well, what really caused that? What mm-hmm. made you? And then I would say, well, you know, in my belief mm-hmm. as a Christian, mm-hmm. what does it mean to be a Christian? Oh, they asked the question. I've got to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, guys, and then the moms and dads that would come through and we we would pray. Yeah, we would, that's good. That's good. I, that was my yeah. chance, that was my missionary field yes. to share Christ. Yes. Because and all the time I was ever in the class, nothing, no one, to my knowledge, mm-hmm. ever complained mm-hmm. about what was happening in Dr. Ruby's room. Mm-hmm. Nobody complained. That's awesome. And it was just like such love in there. I mean, family feel and lots of art, by the way, tons mm-hmm. of art. Mm-hmm. But the presence of the Lord, they knew. And yes. they, I was tough too. I was lovingly yes. firm mm-hmm. and tough. With high expectations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, sometimes we tap down the what we give kids. And mm-hmm. it's more than book knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's how we treat each other. It's how what we're learning can be applied. Mm-hmm. I just don't want you to learn the facts to know the facts. What do these facts mean? Mm-hmm. How can you take this information and use it? Mm-hmm. And my thing always with my training sessions was make it meaningful mm-hmm. and make it relevant. Awesome. That's, that's you know, good. why, why yeah. teach them stuff if it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. and if it's not relevant, if they mm-hmm. can't apply it. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause a lot of kids go through school, but okay. They, they graduate with, they don't yeah. know anything. Yeah. Yeah. They knew facts and tidbits, but they couldn't connect the dots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I taught the little ones. I taught four year olds. So, but I also taught in Christian school. So mm-hmm. I had the freedom to, um, to do that, um, so, you know, teachers out there in public school, you know, just take these moments 
and and use them to your best ability because now especially is a time when the kids really need you the most Mm -hmm. and don't be my encouragement would be don't be fearful Mm -hmm. i just don't i mean god put you there for a reason Mm -hmm. and like i said on that great mighty day when we stand before him he's going to ask us all did you share me And we've got all those kids. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I was afraid. Afraid of what? You're afraid more of humans than you are of God? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stand mm-hmm. in your faith. He's got you. Awesome. And awesome. he loves you. <laughs> Yay. All right. I feel, I'm always back to teaching four-year-olds. I'm telling you, you can tell a four-year-old teacher when they do this for everything because they did that in their, their classroom. They did that in their classroom all day long. So it is a habit. Um, all right. And how can people connect with your art? Okay. Online. Well, to connect with my art, um, I've got three different avenues. One is my webpage, and it's www.erbyart.com. And then my Instagram, it's Lisa Irby Art. And on Facebook, it's Lisa Irby Art. Awesome. And check me out. Check out my website. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. And uh, I hope to see you on our next podcast. Thank you Bye. very much. Bye.